0: Welcome back to Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast. This is the place where we have a weekly confab with all you fantabulous women who are making your mark on the world. We like to have intimate conversations, solving world problems, leaping tall buildings, and everything that you need to help you be more successful in your life and business. And today I'm going to tell you we have, oh, what do I want to call that, a fun, fun topic. And when I say fun, fun topic, that is called for important topic. So that means I want you to grab your pencil. I want you to grab something, oh, to wet your whistle, if you like, and just get comfortable because we're going to be here for, oh, just a moment. This is super important, and I hope you will have a good time as we are going to share some insights with you. And if you're ready, I think we're going to go ahead and get started. Are you okay? So what we want to share with you ladies is, well, let's face it, you know we're busy, but sometimes we don't take the time to get our lives in order. And that's what we want to share with you. So we are apparently going to live forever, AKA modern day immortals, right? Until we're not. So don't let your passing be an unnecessary burden to your loved ones. Have those difficult conversations so that they don't have to figure out what to do after you pass. So some years ago, I read that if you have more than $100 in assets, you need to have an estate plan. And that's code for if you have a home, you definitely need to have an estate plan. If you have children or other loved ones who would mourn your passing, we recommend you take some time to make plans. Now, don't worry. We're not attorneys, so we are definitely not going to take a deep dive into estate planning. We do, however, want to be able to leave you with some food for thought. So I'm wondering, are you up for having an uncomfortable conversation? Let's jump right in. All and right. to kick us off, I'm going to have, as I like to call her, the professional start this conversation.
1: Please. Well, thank you, sisterly one. So, you now we all have one thing in common. And by now, I almost don't even have to say what that is. So Larissa gave you this teaser and I don't really need to string it out any longer, so I'm not. How about this? Much has been said about the pandemic. Much is still being said about the pandemic and with good reason. One, it was global. And two, it affected everything about our existence. And now we are all on notice that estate planning is right near the top as being one of the most important actions you can take today. You know, if you think about it, we've learned what to plan for, what to do. And as I said, that pandemic just made us all, after we got over being in shock, after we started figuring out how to adjust, And even today we're talking about, you know, what's gonna happen next or when this is over. And what I've heard, some things will never be the same, but guess what, ladies? Estate planning is in your control right now, today. So, you know, I'm gonna say this a lot because one of the things is, this is really kind of a big topic. It doesn't matter who you are, you know, whether you have children, whether you don't have children, Uh, Because at the end of the day, why do you need an estate plan? One, because even though Larissa talked about us being immortals, well, you know, we probably are going to have an end of life moment. And so if you're going to have that end of life moment, we ought to be thinking about the beginning of that time right now. And so if you have families, families need to know what your plans are, because quite frankly, you don't want the state to get involved. Guess what? even families. I heard just today, I was listening, I was talking to a young man, and he talked about his siblings. There are some siblings he talks to, and there are others he doesn't. And so he actually has a very unique situation, which I don't. I won't go into here, but we all have different situations. And what if you had uh, somebody in your family, it could be a sibling, it could be an ex, it could be, you know, because if you have children, it could be anybody. What if you had somebody who you no longer have a good relationship, but now they're in control of your end-of-life planning? Um, So the pandemic, you know, unfortunately, people died unexpectedly. And so that's why we're here today. And so according to most financial pros, a lot of us, most actually, the percentage is not that great they actually leave a legal, financial, and emotional mess behind when people check out. You know, I'm always surprised how people don't know the value of their estate. And you heard Louisa say, you know, $100,000. I mean, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at. So, so many people don't know what they're worth alive and much less certainly after death. So again, why this is important. So as we roll into this uh, estate planning is certainly for you and your family it's for me it is the conversation that must happen if you don't want somebody else controlling your assets okay
0: can I, can I just jump in there because sure. I want I want people to be thinking about a couple of things like I said hundred thousand dollars that was years ago number one real estate depending on what part of the country you live in it's probably sure. it's definitely more so like I said if you have a house for sure you want to do it. And I know probably in my um, video on the, my morning moxie on the same topic, I said, if you have more than two forks, OK, so that just brings it down a little bit more. But I just wanted to jump in there, because even if you don't have a house and everyone's not a homeowner, chances are you may have an IRA or a 401k or any type of retirement plan, Um so more than two forks, more than $2, okay? If you have a retirement plan, that is an asset. And that is, again, something that you want to have a say in who gets the, who benefits from this. So don't just, I I didn't want to lose anybody when I talked about having a house. There are other assets. If you have any other kind of investments or anything, um, or even just your personal belongings that matter to you. But there are so many things that um, go into that. So again, we're not estate plans, but we are giving you things to think about so you can put a plan together. And I want you to know you do you do have more net worth, if you will, that does need to be considered. And that's really, again, why we're having this conversation. Please pardon the interruption.
1: Hey, that's quite all right.
0: <laughs> so uh, again,
1: food for thought before we get to some of the nuggets of estate planning. If I was to take a poll and we were in front of a class and I was to ask people to raise their hand and to throw out things that they think are considered as part of the state planning. But I'm gonna throw out a couple things that a lot of times people don't think about. First of all, what's the state tax treatment of maybe you're getting a federal annuity? how states tax your annuities are different. I'm just throwing that out for, you know, if someone's thinking, well, I don't really need to worry about that. Maybe you're in mid-career or towards the end of your career where you may even be thinking about moving. You might even want to think about how that's going to play, okay? So one of the things that Larissa said, if you have any kind of investment, so... um we're talking about plan for the expected, but also prepare for the unexpected. Of course, the pandemic being the unexpected, right? So of course, this means both you're saving and investing. So when you leave this conversation and you're gonna have some notes and the two things that, you know, saving, investment, and then it's everything else sort of thing, you know? Because the two If I was to take columns, what's included as savings, was included included as investments, you know, it's different. Another unplanned situation, what if you have an involuntary retirement? So I'll I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that, but I've seen that, okay? Um, I think last year or for the past year again, pandemic caused some people to either stay longer or it caused some people to leave and retire earlier. So that's a consideration. What are some of the things that, you know, you may not have thought about. Unforeseen medical expenses. So what we're here, uh, we can't do anything about social security per se, but most people, if you follow the news, you're not necessarily gonna leave everything under that social security column. Hopefully you're not gonna rely on it because we don't know what's gonna happen with social security. And again, it depends on what age you are, but that's part of the thinking, right? And then at the end of the day, we hope you will have some well-informed thinking for estate planning. All right, so now that I've set the stage, so it's, what is the first thing you want to do? You know, is to start gathering important documents, or you may have started this and maybe you need to review them or you need to, you know, do some revision. So I can take myself, for example. Um, I had started this, uh, made a couple of inroads into this, but for sure the pandemic was really something that made me think we needed to do something different for me and my husband's situation and our estate. And so uh, I called, I sent out, an email to, you know, we have uh, family, children, adult children all over. And so I did the, what else could we do, Zoom call. And believe it or not, um, while other people were maybe planning to party, we actually did ours on New Year's Day. So it was sort of a significant time to really reflect because people go into the new year thinking about New Year's resolutions or whatever. And we're all, you know, we're all in, in, you know, get along and all that good stuff. But you know, people realize how sober this moment was, and you know, there were some tears. And you know, you you know, we're trying not to make it a sad moment. In fact, we tried to say, Hey, you know what, this is a necessity. This is really important. So you start gathering your important documents. So what I did was um, we went through our documents. We went through the things that we have taken care of. We even went so far as to say where those documents were because they're not all in one drawer. They're not all in one folder. We talked about that. And the reason is if something should happen to both me and my husband, remember some of the children are out of state. So in an emotional state of mind, if something unexpected happens to one of your loved ones, is somebody gonna be thinking about, oh, what did they say? What did they do? So I want to share that as something, again, to give you a little bit more why this is important, why I stay playing, okay? So some of the things that you would uh, start gathering, insurance policies. Insurance policies are important uh, you may not have done anything for some time. You just knew you had an insurance policy. Is it a work policy? Is it one you took out on your own? Uh, was it a situation where it was based on what you made? And some insurance policies, you know, if they're termed life, if you reach a certain age and all of a sudden you decide, you know what, this is too expensive. I don't want that insurance. But Nevertheless, it is something you need to look at. There are variables to insurance. There are different things you can do with insurance, okay? That's just one document. Wills and trusts. It goes without saying that you need one. Again, I'm always surprised at the number of people. I mean, people who have a lot of money, rich people, you know, they don't have a will. And you just wonder, do they never think they were going to die? So, you know, what a horrible mess to leave for the family to go through that, you know? although. You know, how you think about it? Disability, you can make a difference, pension claims. Um again, these are things to to gather, deeds and titles to property. That even includes if you have a timeshare, if you actually have a paid off timeshare, you have a deed you that you own. So what do you want to happen with that? That needs to be part of your estate plan. A couple other things, automobile titles and registration papers. One of the saddest things that I I see is for our women, a lot of times, women, if one, let's say you never did any of the financial planning, you don't have a clue and your husband's left, more women have become almost destitute or have to enter the workforce. Other things because they didn't know what was going on with the household funds, Uh, their names weren't on anything. It even happens with utilities, part of, okay, a little bit outside, but I'm just, I can't overemphasize why this is important, okay? Uh, I had a friend whose husband just died, and and, I mean, that's a heart. they, I know they were very good at taking care of business but lo and behold one of the you know they got stuck with some of those you know cell phones whose name is on the cell phone the trouble she had trying to get her husband to get into the account and pay the bill estate planning okay uh bank statements right is your name on the bank statement or who else can look at the bank statement something to think about Veteran claim number is super important, or I'm going to call out the form DD-214. Um, I remember saying that to my children. They didn't know what that was because I never thought that I needed to share that with them, but DD-214's veteran claim number is on there. That can be very important uh, because depending on how someone dies, that may come into play. So that list is not all-inclusive. So before I go on, Larissa, anything you want to talk about for some of those uh, things in terms of pulling up important papers or documents before I... I got another one, but I don't want to move on just yet.
0: Well, I I hope I'm not stepping on your toes, but I was listening to you talk about having your meeting on New Year's Day. So that is one thing that is new also for my family is having family meetings. Um, I I probably mentioned this in a different scenario before, but the first family meeting I had with my, I have two adult sons. Um, It just happened to be, um, first of all, it was on April 1st. That was probably not my best choice of date, but you know, travel, you travel when you can. And so that just happened to be the date. And I, at the time, you know, I was, I was, um, I told them I was going to sell the house and they looked at me, talk about deer in the headlights. And they're like, well, is this an April fool's? So, <laughs> you know, like I said, I picked the wrong day, but eventually I talked them down off the ledge and I still have the house because, you know, we worked it out. But um, if you have not had these conversations as the children were going up, you start where you are. And you just make sure that you have those conversations, and even though they're not comfortable, and it is, for me at least, it is it is a little bit of work getting them to the table, because um, after I told them I was going to sell the house, it what I have, no, they're oh, suddenly busy. Anytime I talked about family meeting, they did not want to talk to me. But I did bring them back, I wrestled them to the floor, and we are once again having family meetings, so make sure you make them happen, because it's critical. Um, I happened to manage if you will my ex-husband's estate when he passed and he did not have a will and I mean I was literally I, I got a book I and mean, when all those got like okay how do I do this um so it wasn't pretty but we got her done but um don't leave folks in that place because we were not together at the time and so here I was I certainly didn't have access to any of his accounts but um Family meetings, get it in writing, and we're talking to you about your plan, but depending on your situation, you may have to have this conversation on behalf of your parents. So talking about the sandwich generation, there's so many considerations. So that was definitely a lot of oversharing, but again, this is so critical. I want to just make sure that you have, there are so many things that you need to think about, and so that was that was a true life story a couple true life stories in my situation but again not just for yourself but for your family excuse me your parents and then get your kids in the habit of having these conversations and paying attention to their net worth while they're here of course but then definitely what's going to happen to their net worth that they've worked so hard to accumulate so no no documents that i can think of right this minute but scenarios and situations and the whys and wherefores yes i just wanted to uh, emphasize the importance of taking the time to have these uncomfortable conversations, and you know what? They don't have to be uncomfortable. they're just informational and they're important. So exactly. maybe we'll stop calling them uncomfortable. I take yeah. it all back, okay yeah. all right, go for it right and I agree
1: and and oh, by the way, I was actually pleased that uh, the adult children agreed to i didn't I actually did not pick the first of the new year's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were trying to do the end of December. And so it was really getting everybody's work schedule together. Yeah. So I, I thought that was really very interesting. So whatever day you pick, all oh, Larissa and I are saying it, make it happen. So, so anyway, the other one that came out really that is a result, I think, of the pandemic, because I never seen so much stuff about it, um, you know, in my adult time advanced care director, mm-hmm. healthcare power of attorney. Uh, attorney, I do know that different states treat this differently. Now, for a very long, I mean, in, I, I'm in Ohio, and so I did have some adult, well, our mother, so I was the one here with her, and so that's when it really became important early on uh, when she had some uh, medical issues and we had to go through and get the uh, health care power of attorney. Um, but the people here in Ohio, the healthcare care people, uh, what really happened, as many of you know, during COVID, the family wasn't present, could not be present. So people um, you know, were just devastated because one, they didn't know what their parents' wishes were. And we all know that, um, that's something that you could carry away with you that, you know, it could be really something lasting because you didn't know. Um, it was bad enough that you didn't, you know, couldn't be with your parent. Now, now, even though there's not COVID, but, you know, it could be some other situations like that. So, Uh, We don't know when we'll die, so having a POA, power of attorney, will certainly help your loved ones not have to guess. Funeral preparations, a lot of times people are thinking, we're just talking about our net worth and assets. Funeral preparations are also part of estate planning. Um, One of the things you can do, I recommend it. It seems kind of morbid, but you should write your obituary in advance. Uh, it doesn't have to be the final playbook. Uh, you, you could have something change. Uh, but we had a circumstance with my husband's mother. And as it turned out, um, he had to go out of state and, uh, where she was, um, I said he, he, I did, but I I was uh, incapacitated and had to follow later. So we were trying to do this stuff long distance in terms of, you know, making sure some of the wishes were taken care of. And what, what was helpful is that I had the obituary on my computer. And so I was able to send that to him. And so that's helpful. I never thought of it before, but um, I told my children, I said, well, yeah, both of us have our obituary. You know, we have prepared our obituaries. And so again, you can tweak it, but your loved ones will appreciate you because they don't have to think this up. I mean, if you haven't done that, I have, and it's nice to kind of have, okay, this is what they wanted, right? Um, And now, in case you haven't heard it, They're doing this in high school, people. And it kind of goes along with, they say, how do you want to be remembered? So they're actually telling high school and college students to write their obituaries now. So I find that interesting. So, you know, there's a positive to this. So um, moving right along. What happens if you're not prepared when a death occurs? Well, do you know you can actually prepare an estate plan in a week? So I never would have thought of that. But uh, we're going to provide a a little freebie for you. It's just kind of a one-page document. uh, New York Life Insurance Company, Worldwide Associated Employees. um, WEPA is W-A-E-P-A. But you'll see that on um, the freebie that we provide for you that kind of gives you what to do prepare an estate plan in a week. So how about that? Anything you wanna plug in at the moment?
0: No, I was just, um, we will put the link in the description box so you'll have access to that download um, once we are finished. And then um, also I do wanna remind you, however, is related to this, we did a podcast last week and that was on pre-retirement planning. So, we are really doing all we can to help you get your house in order. So, take us up on it. This is, uh, this is good intel. And, um, you know, we may not have thought of everything, but we have thought of a lot of things that you might not have thought about. So, I want to, um, and so the podcast that we um, published last Sunday, uh, Pre Retirement Plan, but that also has a pre retirement planning guide as an also as a free download Um, even though I can't say it it's still in there okay so both of those are available for your convenience and we do hope you'll take advantage of it because we just really we want to make this easier for you so that you are not struggling and you know just just get it done you'll be glad you did and your family will be glad you did because it's critical and then you can just go and live to be you know 112 and you've already gotten this taken care of so knock it out
1: all right, all right. Okay, so cost of long-term care. So as we become better informed, like Larissa's saying, we're trying to inform you, and so um, we're doing two things: sharing our experience, but you know, what does the research say today? Because yes, things do change. And what I've seen, uh, long-term care used to not be in vogue. And sometimes people feel they're overinsured, but this is why you have to plan and prepare because let's say you didn't do this and a uh, long-term care. Let's say you didn't plan for it, but now all of a sudden you have to go into assisted living or um, maybe even a nursing home, you know, and sometimes it's just for a short time. It's not forever, but you didn't plan for this, right? Well, somebody's got paid for it, where's the money going to come from? This needs to be part of your estate planning. Now, I, my husband and I actually got in early so that we've been paying for for quite some time. And sometimes you just kind of don't want to continue paying, but I've seen just too many examples where people wish they had done it, when they did think about it, it was when they were getting ready to retire, And by then, the cost was expensive. So, you and there weren't as many providers for this as there are today. So, you know, look around, do the research. Uh, I want to throw out a link. um, G-E-N-W-O-R-T-H. It's not a link, I apologize. .com website. Go to genwork.com. And... I, I ran across it, but I know that there were a lot of considerations just for this one item alone, because um, one thing it'll do for you is compare costs across the country. So, you know, any anybody who can give you a cost comparison tool that you don't have to go and ask for a prospectus would be really good. Uh sh- You know so related to that would be of course choosing senior living arrangements sometimes that can be overwhelming so you you want to start thinking about that Um, particularly if you've stayed in a home that you've been in for a long time maybe it's become too expensive to take care of maybe uh, it just doesn't suit your needs anymore you know a lot of times we we you know, may buy a house, build a house, and we think it's gonna last forever, and we love what we've done. But you know what? Sometimes, how you feel, you know, it, it doesn't, right? Okay. So, as we plan for the expected and prepare for the unexpected, this means both saving and investing are important. That you start today, as you review your review or start working on your current. Uh, estate plan, okay? And so some of the tips with that, uh, so you got a plan, but you got some actions to take, right? Um, Some investment tips are assuming if you're, you know, past mid-career towards retirement, you want to start trimming back to um, some of your uh, investments where you know if you got them spread out maybe you need to start consolidating them making it easier to use maybe you just need you know one major whole you know uh, now when I say that I don't want to say that look at your portfolio okay and see is there one financial planner who's handling your portfolio Uh, And maybe you have five other things. Maybe you want to start consolidating those. Um, Looking at your credit score, that changes. What are the things you may be wanting to do later in life? It becomes important. Uh, The other things are banks. Do you have three banks? Do you need three banks? Maybe one local bank and then one online bank is the the recommendation today uh, because, you know, interest rates have changed, uh, CD rates have changed, and sometimes we have investments, but we don't look at them. It is, that's another good reason when you want to look at those things for estate planning. Maybe you just haven't looked at these things for a while. Your IRAs and 401ks are tax advantage accounts But um, how do you plan to do your withdrawals? Do you need a brokerage? So you wanna look at the fees for managing that. Um, And as I'm talking, it's almost like, wow, this is overwhelming. Okay, so let's say that life circumstances that, we have control over some, but what about those that we don't, okay? Um, as we conduct, as you, some final thoughts, you know, some of the takeaways, you conduct your checklist review. So your earlier assumptions may require change given the things that we've talked about, right? Uh, paying down debt is something that maybe you've looked at. Well, wow, I've got a lot of debt you know, you start looking at your liabilities and your assets, right? So that's a major category that you do want to look at. Um, You're trying to simplify your life as you near retirement, right? And when I say near, now what does that look like? Is it five years? Is it 10 years? It it depends. You know, each of us have different things we want to do. But Okay, I've been talking about the people who are a little bit more mature, but guess what? I do know young people who also are are kind of into this. And so I just want to throw out a couple nuggets. Maybe, you know, now I personally, I mean, few people, nobody can plan their life right down to the last minute. But if you're one of those forward thinking people and you have a trust for your child, And it may be a reason you need to have a trust for your child, depending on, you know, what kind of company you have or work for, but um, who will take care of your children if something should happen? I had that conversation with my daughter some years ago. I remember when my uh, sister-in-law had this conversation some years ago, many years ago, but she was like, you're going to, you know, we're putting you down to take care of our children.
0: All right, so I'm not sure whose internet sorry. that was that froze. Uh, but, um, say so you might want to repeat that last statement. I'm sorry.
1: Who was the uh, the relative I said?
0: No, you froze. I was still going. Oh. So I just want you to repeat that last statement. I know you you had just said that you're, a person had named you all as the caretaker. Oh. And then after that, I didn't hear it.
1: Okay. Um, so I had a sister-in-law who this was many years ago, but it was, you know, kind of a interesting thing when she called us up and said, hey, I put you guys down to take care of our children. So, you know, depending on what kind of agreements are in place with that, I do know what happens. People have had to take care of somebody else's children. Uh, do they have a trust? You know, what are they looking at So that seems kind of a sidebar to your estate planning, but all I'm saying is I'm using that as an example for people who may be planning for their children, okay? Uh, Circumstances that we have no control over require changes or that may impact you. So uh, let's say you came down with some physical, mental malady that requires you or disability to take an involuntary early retirement, that could impact what you had planned to do in the future. But one example is, as Larissa mentioned, the sandwich generation. I, I know people who have had to retire to take care of their parents. And that can affect what you have, your assets, or, you know, what you're planning you know for your retirement so think about that you know you it is truly don't just look in front of your you know your nose it's you know what are the impacts external family impacts uh, change in jobs um, for many individuals their estate is comprised largely of job related benefits which again i mentioned earlier but it's a footstone whether it's your insurance tax deferred accounts pension plans but you need to discuss any benefit changes with your estate, your family. And you know if you have a financial planner, you wanna make sure any changes are discussed, things are updated. Because again, people just kind of forget that. The bottom line is as part of your overall retirement planning, you consider and prepare, prepare how your life and retirement may affect your estate plan. So I have a couple other little, you know, kind of what-if scenarios, but um, this is a lot to digest and think about, reflect on. Uh, Reese, would you like to share any thoughts at this time?
0: Well, I want to just mention a couple of things because, as I said, you know, everyone, the life circumstances are different in the, not the org chart, but, you know, your family uh, family tree, if you will. So there are so many different reasons to get your life in order. We've been using the word estate plan and there, you know, there's like a document or a thing that you do, but I just want to, I want, I want you to, to take the original topic title, which is getting your life in order. That's really what it is. So um, it's not just about your passing. I mean, your passing is going to be a trigger that, you know, is going to require action and as much pre planning that you can do ahead of time, is just going to be critical and be so much helpful and make a real difference in how your family comes through that situation. But I want you to consider it from a today scenario as well, because we know you're busy. We're up to our eyebrows and then some. But taking the time to look at your today scenario versus what your tomorrow situation might look like, tomorrow might come a lot quicker than we anticipated um like i said probably i don't know a couple podcasts ago where some of us were are just going to work till we fall over but um that falling over might not always be at our choice so don't just think about it don't think of this as a tomorrow situation i want you to consider this like we need to get this done right now um because when i was talking about it, i said you know your estate plan or having a conversation with your parents and again, to the point of a, the sandwich generation is those kids, um, my kids are grown, but how grown are they really? So what is gonna, you know, I do wanna make sure that um, should something untoward happen to Larisa, that, you know, my, my sons will, will know where to turn, if you will, right? Um, so this, there's, this is a today conversation, actually. That's really all I wanna say, at the risk of repeating myself. That is a point I want to hammer home, if I may. It's not just about what's going to happen tomorrow. I, I My whole conversation, my whole uh, platform, if you will, is helping women be more financially savvy, more financially successful. Um, so we may have used some terms that are not in your everyday vernacular, but taking the time to take notes in this informal setting, if you will, can pay really big dividends because... We want you to increase your uh, net worth. We want you to um, raise your family, if you will, to be financially savvy as well. Um, this is a this is a multi pronged approach for um, the generations that we are part of, and I'm hoping that you will take these words to heart. So, anywho, don't 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 put off until tomorrow what you can do today. When has that ever been more appropriate? Right. So, anyway, that's that's me um, really just wanting to emphasize how important this is. And, you know, again, we we talk to you for 40 minutes every week, but we are available offline if you need some additional uh, assistance. So, please don't forget, your, don't forget, you can reach out if you need to. Please. So, um, well, I'm going to go back.
1: To one thing I said, I said, I talked about if you're one of those young people who plan their life and about having children and having a trust. So that's the living now. And um, I believe this is such an important topic. Uh, The one thing that we have said in other podcasts and really uh, to uh, add to what Larissa has already said, what is our desire for women? It really is to have a life well lived. And so, you know what? The estate planning really is today, it's tomorrow, it's for the future. There are so many things that can happen. And so I'll just throw out a couple other little tidbits. Uh, this came from uh, Millionaire Estate Planning. And I can't quite remember who we should attribute this to. But um, maybe we can put it. I, I do have the information. But this this was uh, some excerpts. Change in marital status. That's certainly a today moment. Okay, they can really affect your estate planning. The point is, Anything that's important to you, any uh, change in your status, sending a child to college, that's a change. That's a major change. Uh, Marriage of your child is a change. Birth of grandchildren. There's a lot of things that can affect your estate. So the real point is, hopefully you will start working on it and when you do it's not something you do one time it is something you should look at every year I, I don't know that you'd want to do that more than a year maybe with your finances but because things do happen that's really what this is about you want to be you want to have peace of mind you you certainly want to leave others with peace of mind but it does help you get your life in order because you're looking at lots of things okay Um, even as I mentioned earlier, if you move to a different state, that can have an impact, you know, in terms of how the state wants to tax what you have. We did mention death of a loved one or a spouse, but all those things are important. So any change in your life that may have an impact on your life, well, if you want to take a review of it and it is ongoing. So Um, Just in summary, I think that uh, we have kind of said this in more than one way, but certainly estate planning, advanced care planning uh, are important no matter your age or how sick you are because you can become sick at any age. And so um, that would be my takeaway for you and that you're gonna include your family or significant other, whoever it is. So we hope that this has given you a lot to think about, not just to have a lot to think about, but that it was comprehensive enough that while we aren't uh, financial planners or estate planners, but there's enough for you to chew on, for you to think about and just maybe do something that, oh, you know, I hadn't thought about that. Actually, I'm gonna change it <laughs> totally different. So anyway, get started
0: ladies. All right, so now that we've got your panties in a bunch, I don't know, we, um, I want you to feel excited about this journey. Now it's because you're probably ahead of the game more so than let's say many other people um, so, like I said, take advantage of this information that is coming uh, to you through our podcast. We're excited to be able to bring these topics to you. So, again, thank you for your time. We have enjoyed our little chat today, and we will, of course, be back again next week with something exciting. Uh, shame me for not knowing what that is right this minute. But you know it, it will be another topic uh, that you will benefit from. So make sure you tune in each Sunday, 4 o'clock when we go live with our latest Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by Pink Passport Society, a membership community for Lady Moguls on the Move, where we do talk about the business of life well-lived. We talk about entrepreneurship and how you can become financially savvy and comfortable and ready to grow your um lady mogul empire so join us next week and we will see you next time cheers